in this video, we're going to talk about the type of insurance that you need as a short-term rental host. Now, for me, it depends on the strategy. So if you're buying your properties, then obviously you're going to need buildings insurances. You wouldn't be able to purchase the property, especially on a mortgage or a bridge and loan, without having that insurance in play. And you 100% should have it, even if you're buying it on a cash purchase, because anything can happen in this day and age with your properties. And for the amount of money that you will spend compared to the rebuild cost, if you didn't have it, it is worth the money. Now, as we go into the rental arbitrage or rent to rent as it's known in the UK or into the management game, the insurances that you need differ. And many people have different opinions on what is required and what's not required. So I'm gonna just tell you what I do and you can then decide what you want to do. In the main, if you are operating a company, you should have public liability insurance. Now this protects you in case your guest hurts themselves or they decide they want to put a claim in against you for potentially, you know, a, a loss of income or a damage or, or something that might have occurred because of your company or potentially staying in one of your properties. So for me, that is an absolute must. You then also need professional indemnity insurance. So this basically covers you for anybody working within your company that may hurt themselves or ultimately they may cause damage to your brand or there may be something in terms of uh, legals or something that they've not done right which ultimately causes you a financial loss and you might be able to cover yourself from it. So they are the two main company insurances that no matter what you're doing in the property space, you must have if you're going to host guests. The next thing is content insurance. So the only real way to get a rent-to-rent -rent property under an insurance policy is content insurance because you are not going to own the fabric of the building where you would normally get buildings insurance. Your landlord should have buildings insurance. And as a side note here, they should name you as the management company on their policy so that if you do anything in the building or your guests do, then they can still claim. However, in terms of the, the, the integral features that more than likely you're gonna kit out, the furniture, the fridges, et cetera, et cetera, the white goods, then you will need to get content insurance if you want that to be insured. And that will also come with a level of damage cover for malicious damage on, on certain policies. If you choose that, it depends what you wanna do. Now at the beginning, I did it all. I got my content insurance and I was paying the premiums. But then I realized that quite quickly, I was starting to pay a lot of premiums out and never really making any claims. Because we take the deposits off the guests and the way that we do it, we typically have our damages covered in the main. Uh, we have no problem really extracting that money from the guest credit card or you know sending them an invoice and making sure that they pay it based on the terms and conditions that they signed into. So for me, we were paying a lot for insurance and I didn't ever really need to claim on it because the malicious damage we were getting covered by the guests and the furniture, the natural wear and tear, they won't cover anyway. And there's various, you know, as insurance companies do, they, they, they hardly ever pay out or they will always look for a way not to pay out. And, you know, by the time you've paid your excess, et cetera, et cetera, then it just didn't make sense for me. So I've actually stopped taking content insurance on the rental arbitrage properties. I don't see it as a commercially viable option. I think it's easier the way we do it. And it has worked touchwood with no problems at all for the last few years. So content insurance is, is, is one that you need. When we're looking at the management route, 
then what you want to be doing is making sure that the landlord has you on as their policy holder, as your agent on the policy. So the same for their mortgage, the same for their insurances. They need to name you as that management company. So if your company then has an issue, the landlord will be able to claim on their policy for it. And depending on what policy they've got in place, um, you'll be able to protect the furniture, the, the malicious damage in case you can't get it recovered and you know everything in between. But for me, insurance is like a, uh, it's a peace of mind game. You know, you can spend so much time and energy not being insured and worrying about things that it's easier just to pay the premium knowing that you're insured. I did this in Dubai. So I, um, we got going in Dubai and for me, I didn't, I didn't get insured. I was trying to get insured on the UK policy as a worldwide policy and we couldn't make that work. Uh, so there was a slight period where I wasn't insured and I could not stop thinking about it. It wasn't because, um, you, you know, it wasn't because I was worried too much about the financial loss. I just, it was more, I just couldn't stop worrying about not being protected. And yes, it comes down to the financial loss. No one ever wants, you know, million pound claims because, you know, a guest hurt themselves in their property or, or something's happened and then you're stuck with the bill. Um, but for me, it was just, uh, I was losing a lot of sleep and I was losing a lot of time and energy on worrying about the fact that I was so unprotected. So for me, I think at times insurance is very much a, it, it can become a confidence booster and a mindset hack as well to be able to just, you know, that problem's taken care of. I don't need to worry about that now. I can now focus on building the business, acquiring more properties, growing the portfolio. So I'm a big advocate of insurance. Just make sure you get the right ones. Uh, we've got an incredible insurance broker that we work with and have worked with since day one. And uh, if anyone wants a recommendation, please just let me know. But um, that, that broker makes my life so much, you know, so simple so that we can focus on the good stuff. And whenever we do have a claim, because we trust them and they've got the right policies to suit our business because they understand our business, then they can, you know, we send them the details, they get the claim and we do get it paid out. That's typically on the owned properties that I've got. And if anything major happens, we had some pipe work issues in the garden, um, you know, that, that need to be dug up and that was quite a big claim. You know, we've had a couple of malicious damage claims, uh, which we have a policy to cover for that in our own unit. So again, we could claim on that and various things in between. But having that peace of mind just, just shut off, it really allows us to focus on other areas of the business. And you know, a lot of people might think, oh, well, I'll scrimp and scrape and I'll save, you know, 20 quid there and 30 quid there. But really that, 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 that's always going to play in your mind that you're unprotected, that you, you've not got the right things in place and you're trying to, you know, fly by the night. And I think as your portfolio builds, it's hard to swallow that because this is a risk game. And that means the bigger you get, the more chance you are actually going to get of something occurring. And, you know, insurance companies aren't daft. They play a numbers game. So the more numbers you get, the more incidents you are going to get. So you want to just make sure that you are covered. And it's really important for me to get those insurances. So as a recap, public liability insurance, professional indemnity insurance, an absolute must. I personally don't bother with contents insurance for rent to rent and rental arbitrage properties. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I just personally don't see the value in that based on how our systems and processes behind the scenes and how we then run things thereafter if we do get malicious damage or um, you know a, a knock somewhere or, or, or whatever that might look like. And then if you're owning the properties, you 100% need buildings insurance. But again, because you're going to be running them as a short-term rental and not a buy-to-let or a traditional AST, then you want to make sure that your insurance provider 
will pay out knowing that that's how it is in operation. Because the last thing you want to do is get a buy let insurance policy, you run it as a short term rental, and then you have a fire in the house, and then they say, well, that's because the guest was in there, not a tenant, etc., etc. We're not going to pay out. My experience is that the difference is minimal. So you might pay £9, £10 a month for an AST insurance. You might pay £21, £22 for a short-term rental insurance. Depend on the broker, depend on the policy, depend on the cover. But in the main, it's about double, uh, but it's still a fraction of the cost of having to rebuild the house yourself or having to pay a guest millions of pounds in court claims and you know so on and so forth. So get yourself protected, take that weight off your mind and focus on building your business. Thank you very much for listening once again. And if you are enjoying the show and you would like to maybe get on a one-to-one Zoom call with myself so I can help you with your life and or your business, then all you have to do is leave me a review, take a picture of it and tag me in it on Instagram at official Ryan Luke. And I'll be picking somebody out to jump on that call every single month with myself.